in this episode, I am going to go over the seven reasons why most podcasts struggle to grow that no one is talking about. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. This episode is going to be a little bit different simply because I'm really going to dive deeper into the why. So here I want to list out the seven foundational reasons, again, why most podcasters struggle to grow. And I'm going to use this foundation as a basis that I can consistently draw back on when I'm explaining certain things and understanding the principle will give you a deeper understanding of how you can change certain aspects of your podcast to start growing at a much faster rate. So without further ado, I'm going to dive right in and really give you the seven biggest reasons why most podcasters struggle to grow. Reason number one, they lack urgency. What do I mean by urgency? You see, human beings are creatures of habits. We only pay attention to a lot of things that matter right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not in a month's time. Our, our reptilian mind really focuses on things that matter to us right now. That's why when you go onto social media, when you go onto a specific platform on YouTube, on Facebook, you're only focused on what's relevant to me right now. And a lot of podcasters, frankly, don't have built-in urgency. Don't give their listeners a reason to listen to their podcasts right now. A prime example of this would be a podcast about entertainment or a podcast that's a general interview. Where it's interviewing a variety of different people, sharing amazing experiences, amazing stories. But again, there's no built-in urgency. People aren't burning People aren't needing to listen to the episode right now. People aren't desiring to listen to that podcast if it doesn't serve them, again, right now. So it's much harder to grow that podcast. Whereas a podcast that has far more urgency, for example, how to overcome anxiety for women in their 30s, this is a real pain point. This is something that is urgent. This is a problem that listeners have that they want to solve right now. So when they see something being marketed online, on social media, on YouTube, or on TikTok, or podcast promotion, if they have that problem, they have a sense of urgency to solve that problem. So your podcast becomes far more attractive versus a podcast that you're sharing an inspiring story or a podcast that hasn't got that built-in urgency. Again, just some examples. So that's the first thing, urgency, and who you're targeting. Do they need to solve the problem right now? The second thing is a lack of community. So what I've noticed after coaching and interviewing 250 plus podcasters is a lot of the podcasters getting 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 downloads per month have a highly engaged community. Their community are heavily involved in their podcast whether that's giving them content ideas, whether that's them actually coming onto the podcast, whether that's them suggesting a specific guest for people to have on, 
or whether that's them actively being part of the creation process of the show, i.e. them sending in a five-minute voice note like what I'm doing for this show. When you don't have a community, it's hard for people to feel that connection, that deeper connection. It's hard for people to stay loyal when they don't feel like they're part of something greater than themselves. And a community is an amazing place to nurture a relationship further with your listeners, to get them heavily involved, and to have them to really feel the connection, not just with you and your show, but with the community at large. So, for example, if you have a podcast about anxiety and you have a community of people who have anxiety, who are struggling, but who have the same goal, who want to get to a destination where they're free of their anxiety, where they can go out without feeling ill, without feeling sick, where they can feel more confident and self-assured, that's a very powerful thing, bringing everyone together. Now, it's not just about the podcast and the host. It's about the community. And it's far more harder for them to break their loyalty to the podcast when they are connected to your community. It goes that extra mile to build a far deeper connection. So community. Another thing to think about as well is if it's much harder to build a community when you haven't got urgency, you know. Um, If you have a podcast, again, that's general, talking to a bunch of different things, a bunch of different topics, personal development, fitness, anxiety, um, you know, sharing different stories about business, it's hard to find a group of people who are crazy passionate about that one subject. When it's a general show, there won't be any urgency to join that community. When it's a more specific show that's a lot more urgent, people have that urgency to find out the problems and are willing to take that next step to join your community. So number one, urgency. Number two, community. Number three is a podcast that doesn't have a unique selling point, a USP. Now, I know you're probably thinking, hey, I do have a USP. You know, I'm motivated. I have high energy. I'm enthusiastic. I have the most amazing stories and I have amazing interview skills. I break things down in practical, easy to understand and implementable ways. I give action steps. It's practical. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that is not quite a USP. Here's what I mean. A USP is something that needs to be objectively true about your show, something that's objectively different. There are thousands, if not millions, of podcasters who have so-called USP. You know, if you can't see me right now, I'm doing quotation marks. When they say those things, and I get it, but a different way to look at a USP is something that's objectively true about my podcast. Either my podcast is daily, and I'm uploading far more than my competitors, Either I have a unique concept for my show, i.e. the fact that I have this anxiety podcast and I actually have my community send in voice notes and then I you know, give my thoughts and coach them through that experience. That's a USP. That's something that's uniquely different to your show that new listeners can't find anywhere else. Another example is a client of mine who had a podcast called Dick Heads of History. Yes, Dick Heads of History. It broke down historical figures who have been put on a pedestal and exposes their shady past. So again, this is objectively different and allows him to stand out from all the other competitors within the history space. When you don't have something that's truly unique to your show, it's number one, hard to stand out. 
you're going to struggle to gain traction and you're going to struggle to keep people loyal to your show. It also means your content isn't as shareable. When you discover something new and novel and fresh, you want to share that with other people. When you haven't got a USP, you're just like everyone else and there's no inherent reason why listeners to share the content. So that's the third thing, having a USP or lacking rather a USP, a unique selling point. The fourth thing is not having an effective content strategy. Content marketing, in essence, is producing content to attract, engage, and retain the people you're trying to reach. When you have a podcast as a host, a lot of the times you find yourself guessing what you should post, what content you should produce, or you kind of just get what you're given or get what you can take. Maybe you actually become dependent and reliant on big guests and big names to be the attraction, to be the pool. When in actuality, you need to be depending on your content itself, the topic that you're covering on the podcast, to be the thing that attracts, engages, and retains listeners. If not, you're going to be in a constant roller coaster of anxiety, of anxiousness, worry that, hey, I thought this episode with this amazing guest was going to blow up and gain and help me gain thousands of new listeners. But what tends to happen is number one, their audience doesn't come. Number two, their audience does come, but it only come for that episode they don't stick around and number three the audience that do come just don't resonate with the show as a whole and again it all comes down to your content strategy so really focusing on building in the content strategy focusing on covering very specific topics serving a very specific person and consistently delivering value to that person but how you think of these topics is what's important right? You're not just thinking of ideas or things that you find popular. You're actually creating the content based on demand. So if you think about an analogy, right? Your content is like the vegetables. And let's say you've got a four-year-old. It doesn't matter if you have the most delicious vegetables, the most healthy stuff filled on a plate that you know is valuable for the four-year-old. If you try to shove that vegetable down its throat, it's going to spit it back in your face. And that's what a lot of listeners do. They spit the podcast back to your face because it doesn't necessarily serve them. Kids want what kids want. That four-year-old wants what the four-year-old wants. So just give it to them. They're looking for sweets. Give them sweets. Your listeners are looking for a very specific type of content. So just give it to them. An easy way to just look at what's been the best performing episodes you've had what do they have in common, and simply double down exploring further. This is a topic we're going to cover a lot more in episodes to come, but again, having no content strategy means you can't attract the right listeners. It means you're constantly depending on the guest to be the draw. It means you're constantly anxious because you're not sure and you didn't have control, and you're unable to consistently build momentum episode after episode because people come for an episode, they love it, but then they leave because they're not falling in love with the show. They're not falling in love with the content. The content strategy isn't retaining them. So, so far we've covered the, the importance of having urgency and why most podcasts are struggle because they inherently don't have a podcast that has urgency. Number two, they don't have a community aspect. Number three, they're lacking a USP, a unique selling point. 
Number four, they don't have a content strategy that's made and created based of the demand of what their audience wants to listen to and likes to listen to. Instead, they're trying to force things down their audience's throat, hoping that they stick around. They won't, the same way you wouldn't if you found the podcast um, that wasn't made specifically for you and the content didn't resonate deeply. The fifth thing is a podcast that lacks discoverability. And this is specifically all about podcast SEO. Now, I have to say, podcast SEO has absolutely nothing to do with Google, has absolutely nothing to do with show notes, has absolutely nothing to do with blogs, right? Because most podcasters are going to Apple and Spotify. There are 11 million daily listeners of podcasts in America alone. Over 50% of them are going to Apple and Spotify to discover new podcasts to listen to. So that's what we focus on. However, most podcasters are unaware of the power of podcast SEO, are unaware that's even a thing. And, you know, to be honest with you, again, I was completely oblivious that podcast SEO was even a thing. And it wasn't until I discovered a close friend of mine called Jake Ward, who scaled his podcast to 300,000 monthly downloads in seven months strictly with SEO, podcast SEO, without any social media and without any guesting. And this was shocking to me. And that's when I became obsessed. And I realized, hey, if I'm, you know, this this coach and I'm working in something with podcasters and I've only just figured this out, you know, let's say a year into my journey, how the hell are other podcasters who are busy, stuck in the knots and bolts of running their shows, who haven't got the time to, you know, think about growing and strategizing, they have no idea about podcast SEO. So then they ignore it. They don't apply it. But what happens is you're doing all of this work, but you're not easily found on Apple and Spotify, the native platforms that your listeners are going to, to be discovered, right? So that's a, that's really the fifth thing, not being easily found on Apple and Spotify, not optimizing your show for podcast SEO. And the sixth reason why most podcasters struggle to grow is because they haven't got a reliable and consistent ways to turn total strangers online on social media into active listeners of their show. So again, promoting, promoting, promoting your podcast is a fantastic way to use social media to engage your current listeners. But I'm sure as you've experienced, is a terrible way of consistently attracting new listeners to the show. And here's why. It doesn't matter how loud, how often, or how much you scream out, check out my podcast about veganism, for example. It doesn't matter if you find the largest, tallest building in town, sprint up the flight of stairs, buy the most expensive and loudest megaphone, and scream out, check out my podcast about veganism, if only 10% of the people you're speaking to are actual vegans and are interested in that topic, you're only ever going to convert that 10%. If the other 90% aren't meat lovers, they just don't care. It doesn't matter how loud, how often you scream, they're not going to listen to the show. The exact same way you wouldn't listen to a show that simply isn't for you, right? So there's actually a cap and a percentage of your audience you can convert, and then the other percent, it doesn't matter how much you try, it's never going to work out. 
Another reason why promoting your podcast on social media doesn't work is simply put, when people go onto TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, they're not going onto these platforms to discover new podcasts. They're trying to find cat videos, meme videos, you know, uh, connect with their friends, maybe read some content. They're trying to find some cheap dopamine hits to kind of like lay off and keep themselves distracted for a while. So it's very difficult to turn these people into actual listeners of your podcast. Very, very difficult. And a simple test for this is what I'd love you to do is work out what is the percentage of promotion that you see on social media that you click and pay attention to versus the percentage of promotions you see that you completely ignore. I know for me, <laughs> I literally barely ever click on promotions unless it's really something that's urgent that I need right now. But even then, I'll, I'll kind of like put it off. And for podcasts, I see tons of podcasts being promoted and I don't really ever get convinced to listen to a show after seeing a piece of promotion. It doesn't really happen. So again, social media is a fantastic, fantastic way of engaging your audience and keeping and building the interest around the show. But it's a terrible way of actually attracting new listeners to the show. And it's not your job to turn these people into listeners and to like force them to listen to your show. It's your job to find the spaces online where these communities exist, where your potential listeners exist, and to convince these people, fresh eyes, thousands of new people who've never heard of your show before, who are potentially interested, that's where you should put your focus on. Not just promoting to your own inner circle or TikTok. Um, and the thing with TikTok and, and those kind of short-form content and the reason why they don't work when it comes to promoting and sharing stuff is, again, a lot of people do it more for exposure because it gives them visibility. My assumption would be you're growing your podcast to attract the right listeners into your business, to become a potential client, to help build your authority, and to help build your credibility in the space, to get a clear ROI for the time and energy that you've been investing in your podcast. So what happens with TikTok shorts and those other kind of short form content and clips is they give you this false sense of progress, when in actuality, the percentage of people who watch that video versus the percentage of people who actually click and listen is basically nothing. And again, I'm not here to try to, <laughs> I'm not here to try to, you know, make things flattering. I think it's amazing if that's what you're optimizing for. But if you're a client of mine, you say to me, hey, I've just got a TikTok video that blew up and got a million downloads. I'll say, dude, that is awesome. But what are we optimizing for? And you'll probably say to me, well, I'm optimizing for more listeners and I want to, you know, attract more clientele and get more business um, for my business. And I'll say to you, cool, how many of those million people actually clicked onto the episode and listened? How many of those million people actually converted into a client? And the answer would be, well, basically nothing. And I'll say to you, amazing, let's shift our focus on attracting listeners. So let's shift our focus to attracting people and listeners who will eventually become clients. So we have to change our strategy. We have to change our approach because that's not working. And again, further along, as we go through this podcast on Wednesdays with me, 
I'm going to be breaking down how you can start fixing a lot of these issues, how you can start adding more urgency to your podcast, how you can start building a highly engaged community, how you can start creating your unique selling point and helping yourself stand out, how you can start building a content strategy that attracts, engages, and retains new listeners, how you can start to optimize your show to be discovered by new listeners who are already looking for your content, and how to consistently and reliably turn strangers who've never heard of you before into active listeners of your show. So those are six reasons why most podcasters struggle to grow their shows. The final reason is a bonus. Some podcasts are terrible. Some podcasts are absolute shit. Um, that's <laughs> that's not a roast. I'm just being honest. I've had to audit so many podcasts. And generally, there's just some people and some podcasts that aren't that good, period. Maybe the audio quality is crap. They're not great interviewers. And a lot of the times, those shows, hey, look, you might not be doing anything inherently wrong. You just need time. That's all it is. You simply need time to get better, right? Because at the end of the day, if you have a bad show, it doesn't matter if you have an urgency, a USP, a content strategy, the best, you know, uh, internet marketer in the world, the best social media strategy. If people discover your show and it's not good, just objectively speaking, it's just a bad show, they're not going to stick around. They're not going to listen. Why would they? I wouldn't. Would you? And if that's the case, just give yourself some more time um, to find your feet, to find your rhythm, to get better. It's okay. That's fine. So there it is. There you have it. The seven reasons why most podcasters struggle to grow. I want to make this very clear. It would be impossible to find a show that has urgency built in, a strong community, a USP, a powerful content strategy that attracts listeners, they're optimized for SEO, and they have a reliable and consistent way to turn strings online into listeners of their show, it's impossible for that show not to grow. So if you're struggling right now, I can almost guarantee one, two, three, four, potentially of those things could be missing. If you're missing one of those things, it's going to be a struggle. So to stack the odds in your favor, here's what we're going to do. Over the coming months, over the coming episodes within this podcast, I'm going to dive deeper into each one of those things and give you the exact things that we've found to help our students in the Get More Listeners Academy fix those problems to start instantly seeing faster growth on their shows, to start attracting the listeners, the clients that they're trying to attract, to start gaining traction and start feeling more confident and clear about the direction they're moving in with their podcast. Um, I hope you've learned the time and I hope you found this valuable. And finally, if this is your first time discovering us and you want to gain a deeper understanding and clarity as to why your podcast isn't growing and how to fix it to start attracting more listeners to your podcast, simply go to the show notes down below and grab your free copy of our best-selling book, Podcast Marketing. Again, that'll be totally for free on us as well as a little bonus, a mini podcast audit that's personalized to you and your podcast. My name is Anthony Winery. 
You have been amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode.